Welcome to Chronicles of a Hostelite, where broke backpacking meets digital nomading. This podcast is for anyone obsessed with long-term travel. Michaela and guests will share travel stories, destination recaps, and the ins and outs of backpacker culture. Most importantly, there will be real talk on what it's actually like solo traveling as a female, living out of a backpack for an extended period of time, and working remote from all over the world. Listen along. Hey, Erin. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, Michaela. We're back. <laughs> Going. Good. Good. Excited to talk about Sayulita. So excited. This was such a fun trip. This is actually maybe one of my favorite trips. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Sayulita, which is in Mexico. What state is it in, in Mexico? Nayarit. Nayarit. Oh, yes. And we spent like a week and a half there, um, probably a, two years ago. No, it was the beginning of last year. So. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we were working remote, so we decided to go work remote from there. Um, but okay, how did we kind of choose Sayulita? I think you just wanted to go to Mexico. And we'd heard of Sayulita and Puerto Escondido that were fun spots for digital nomads um, or just to go in general. And Sayulita was a little easier. So I think we just did that. Yeah, because Sayulita, you fly into Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, we just flew direct to Puerto Vallarta from the U.S. Right, which is like, Mexico is literally so easy to go to. Yeah. It was just like an hour bus ride, I think, to get to Sayulita from Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, the taxi was like $25 or something, but you can take the bus for, it was like less than a dollar, I think. Right, so cheap. Yeah, you just like stay on until the end. And then we had to walk like 10 minutes to the town once we got there. I remember walking from when we got there and you had your rolling suitcase. I was just thinking of that. That never again will I bring a rolling. I mean, yeah, that's kind of (laughs) obvious now. But um, yeah, it's like those TikToks you see in Europe where people just like. like Yeah, (laughs) because all of the the streets in Sayulita are cobblestone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and our first hostel was up such a big hill and so I just remember yeah. like pulling it it was so horrible at like the highest point of the whole town <laughs> yeah um okay maybe we can just go over kind of like what Sayulita's like the vibe I guess what it's known for I feel like it only kind of got popular in the last I don't know five years <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely true because one of my friends who went there her recently, her mom remembered it being like a sleepy, cute town. And I when she was telling me this, I was like, no, it's like pretty poppin'. Like a lot of young people, a lot of backpackers. Um, yeah, definitely not quiet. Um oh, and then we went there and it was yeah, exactly. It was lively. It was so exactly. lively. It is still kind of like a small, cute. I feel like it looks more of like a traditional town that you would kind of like expect yeah mm-hmm. like all of the streets had those colorful banners across them the like paper banners and yeah the like paper art yeah it's like still all cobblestone super walkable like everything is within a pretty small area um yeah, yeah. the beach has like chairs and you can go pick up like little cocktails from carts nearby and yeah and there's tons yeah. of clubs too 
one thing also that I liked was that it was touristy, but it was also lively with locals. Like every night on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every day of the week, the locals were out in the, what do they call the city? Yeah, the plaza, just like drinking and dancing and having such a good time. Yeah. Oh, it was so cute. I know, I miss it. That was definitely like unique, I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, we stayed at, we wanted to kind of try out different hostels and different places to stay there just to get a feel of the city. The first one we stayed at was Via Hero. And yeah, that was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up on the hill. So a little like a little bit removed from everything, but the prettiest view, the like bar restaurant is up on like, Mm-hmm. I, I forget how many stories up but yeah like five or six but I guess the downside was it it is at like the highest peak of the town <laughs> so it's such a walk up the hill to get there so <laughs> that was always like such a workout and it's further from the beach so yeah also true but the bar there was so fun yeah. um did all the bartenders were like or not all of them but most of them were like volunteer bartenders who come and stay there um and then like work as bartenders travelers from all over and so they were so fun um they were so fun we like would go out with them and it was yeah that like was my favorite bar vibe Um, and just like meeting other people like it was a really good hostel to meet other people yeah that was definitely a social hostel yeah and like they would do the um like walk to what was that playa wait wait, wait. I wrote it down because I wanted to remember yeah that's what it was um, what is it Carcitos. okay yeah. yeah so they would do that we just went one night but they would do it I don't know if they went every night maybe yeah like every few days with yeah. and yeah just so fun good social hostel yeah um but we had to leave for two reasons. One being we were working remotely and the first day I just remember logging on and like the Wi-Fi was so slow. Um, And your job was more just like kind of internet browsing and that was that I had a lot of meetings and like yeah running a lot of like heavy code and so the Wi-Fi just was not good. And a quick Google will tell you that, that in Sayulita, there's, you really have to check where you're staying if they have fiber optic Wi-Fi or not. Um, Wait, so do you want to go into that more, like what that all means? <laughs> Even though I like know, because you've explained it to me before. <laughs> um, the fiber optic is just like the better Wi-Fi, um, faster and only like a few places have it like there's the two co-works the selena co-work and the um sayulita co-work they both have it and those were great for taking meetings and doing work um and then we also stayed at a hotel azul pataya that had it um but yeah when we were staying there nowhere else did no and i think potentially now they might have more but we have this was two years ago so at the time it was just those ones yeah but a good um, thing to like if you need that to call and check if they have fiber optic yeah for sure because that <laughs> was also the the via hero they did have a little room for co-working but they just didn't have the fiber optic in there right yeah so yeah 
And the other reason we had to leave. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the other reason was because, yeah, we love Viajera. It was great, except for the Wi-Fi issue. Um, but one of the very first nights, like, I remember specifically it was a Tuesday. We were going to, it was at Yambach for yes. the two-for-one margarita. Yeah, there's a bar called Yambach. They, every Tuesday, they have that two-for-one deal for margaritas and, like, some beer. And earlier that night, we had gone to get um, street food with like a group of other backpackers we had met. And I think at this point, it was maybe 10 p.m. that we were getting the street food. And yeah, this one guy was like, oh, I know this great place. Like, it's only a five minute walk away, blah, blah, blah. We go with him. Like, everyone eats. And then I don't know what happened. I loaded mine up with all of the raw veggies that were out like I ate basically everything they had and then like an hour later maybe two hours later we go to Yombok the bar and we're having a great time drinking margaritas and then I tell Aaron like I'm not feeling so good I need to go outside basically (laughs) I run outside Aaron like trots behind me a little bit but then she stays by the bar because the two bartenders, I think, from Via Hero were there. So you were like chatting with them. I like run behind this Jeep, I remember, and just spew everywhere. <laughs> I remember thinking you're like fine, you just need some air. And I go out and you've like thrown up all over the street. <laughs> yeah. You like come to find me. And I remember just laughing. You're taking photos and I'm like, this is so funny. <laughs> but- and you were gonna go up but I don't think you did I think you stayed out a little bit longer I did I think I stayed out a little bit longer but kept having to like run behind the car (laughs) like this is in the middle of the street I'm not this is like in public too (laughs) um eventually though I decided to make the trek up to our hostel because yeah via Hera was up the hill it was like a five minute walk I feel like no okay it wasn't far but the last stretch, their driveway. It was steep. Yeah, the driveway was steep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, that's not a big deterrent to stay there at all. <laughs> no, no. It was literally like a five minute walk from town. It wasn't bad. <laughs> um. So yeah, I get up there. I don't even think I made it to my bed at all. I like literally just immediately went to the bathroom in our room. So all of the rooms have their own bathrooms, which was nice. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. So like Aaron said, how all of the rooms are in kind of towers. There's like three different towers, but there's no elevators. So we were on like a fifth floor or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Aaron stayed out because there's a bar above Yambok called Don Pato. Yeah. Is that Don Pato? Mm-hmm. Which is like a fun reggaeton kind of place. And anyways, I was like, had the worst Montezuma's revenge for five hours I think yeah and I slept in the bathroom I slept like with my head on the toilet and just it was so rough and then at one point someone told on me so not told on me but someone went to get the security guard because they thought there was just like a drunk girl in the bathroom the security guard came up and when he walked in the bathroom I was like please save me like I need help but he obviously didn't speak English and so it was really hard yeah I remember at one point after the security guard came to like shut me down I he left and then I went to find him before I woke up because I needed assistance and then there was a guy out there and I was like where's the security guard 
and he was like oh like he's dealing with a drunk girl and I was like oh that's so funny like <laughs> that's not me <laughs> and then I woke yeah. you up and I remember going down and being like my friend needs to go to the hospital because you were like I have to go to the hospital yeah. like, I feel horrible and she was like uh happens to everyone give it a couple of days yeah and I was like no she's really sick and she's like everybody here gets sick that's what happens this don't eat street food and yeah. then she and I was like really and she was like it's a three mile walk like there's no taxis now you ha- you'd have to walk that far yeah. and there's no way you were gonna walk three oh miles. I could not walk anywhere I could barely get from my bed to the bathroom like in time yeah and what saved my life Aaron charcoal charcoal yeah I literally throwing up right after I took the charcoal yeah yeah and then I remember going to breakfast the next morning and everybody at breakfast was talking about the room where the girl was throwing up all night and I was like that's and I, no and I was like that and and like there was a lot of other stuff going on in the room and I was like that wasn't us I didn't hear any of that and then the bartender came over and he was like that was your room that was your friend I was like and then I was like oh no it's so embarrassing and so and yeah and the wi-fi so we decided we needed to get out and yeah so we went to um Azul Pattaya the hotel it was so nice it wasn't like incredibly expensive I mean for backpack no, it was like what like 120 150 yeah like yeah for a big room we had a huge room with a little kitchenette thing and air conditioning it was so nice and they have wi-fi like the fiber optic wi-fi all across the property so we would just sit by the pool they have a pool right on the beach oh my god yeah it was right on the beach. Oh, it was so lovely and it's the biggest pool in Sayulita. Remember that was like their thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the tacos right by the pool. Oh, it was so good. So good. We needed that. That was like a really good chill place. It wasn't social at all, but it was just a normal hotel. And, and good like, for us to recover. Yeah. Yeah. And work and catch up on work and stuff for the rest yeah. of the week. Um, and then after there, we went to the Selena. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point I was still like unwell. So we got a private yeah, room. Yeah, we there. shared a private room. Yeah. Selena was cool. I I think I'd prefer Viajero over the Selena, but Yeah, the like social scene I feel like was better at the Viajero. Selena had a bar and like mm-hmm. a couple fun parties that you could go to if you weren't even staying there. Um yeah. but like the social area is kind of just the courtyard with the pool, but I don't know there's like a lot of people walking around and checking in it's not like the best kind of vibe I feel like and the bar is like right on the street and so I feel like it wasn't just the people staying there it was kind of anyone was who was walking by that one party the what's it called stoplight party or stoplight party yeah that was and I feel like the the staff just like wasn't as nice like we were coming for the the staff was so cool and then the staff at Selena was just like kind of annoying about everything. Yeah, I agree. Cause they weren't okay. Hot take. I sometimes love Selena's. I sometimes don't love Selena's. But overall, in general, I found their staff is never as it's not the same as other hostels because they're actually employed, which is great. But also, most other hostels are um, like volunteers or other backpackers, mm-hmm. so they're just like more on your level. And I feel like Selena's staff is never. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. friendly sometimes. Yeah, but their Wi-Fi. So they have two Wi-Fi's. You can pay for the co-work to get that that Wi-Fi every day, which is the fiber optic. And so we'd have to pay extra every day to do that because the Wi-Fi just in the room wasn't wasn't the fiber optic 
So yeah. Do you remember it. how much it was for the Wi-Fi? Um, I have it written down. I feel like it was $10 a day unless you like pre- it was 190 pesos. Oh, nice. Wow. I don't know how much that was. <laughs> um, yeah. But and the pass works for 24 hours. So if you go in at noon, you can work until noon the next day. Right. Which is awesome. The only thing was it was tiny. So we had to get there early to make sure we got a seat. Yeah. yeah there was only like 11 spots in one phone booth. And it was so quiet in there. It was there. really quiet. Yeah. I was just going to say you like didn't feel that comfortable taking a meeting. Not in the phone. No, booth. not at all. Um. Yeah. And then the other thing about Selena was they had surf lessons. So do you want to talk a little bit about the surf? I mean, you took a surf lesson, I think, with Selena, right? Or did you do it with someone? Uh, No, we. Because you had to go in the pool before your lesson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two surf lessons there. One with a different company and one at Selena. Yeah, that was kind of it was kind of weird, though, having to like do paddle in the pool in in the middle of the Selena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Awkward. Yeah, it's such a small area. Just everyone's walking by you. Because yeah. the, the Selena is shaped in like a square, but it's hollow. It's like a Riyadh, like in Morocco or something. And there's a pool in the middle. So yeah, <laughs> you do a little practice session. It's just so funny because like you're, you're already a good surfer. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. They're still like, no, get in the pool, the baby pool yeah this is like the first trip where I never even went in the ocean once because Mm -hmm. first I was sick and like couldn't move and then I got there was like a pop-up tattoo guy at the stoplight party whatever Mm -hmm. and that was like the best night ever yeah and I got my very first little tattoo yeah (laughs) it was like twenty dollars I think like corona in hand I just pulled up a picture of what I wanted and that was it. And they like saran wrapped your arm and we went out for the rest of the night. Yeah. A little pepper. Okay. I feel like that's a good little segue into the nightlife though in Sayulita. So that night we were at Selena, obviously. And then we went to this bar that was kind of upstairs. It was in the plaza, but upstairs it was like a club. I don't remember what it's mm-hmm. called though. Yeah, I don't either. But it's in the main plaza and it was really fun. It was on the second floor. And then Don Pato is a yeah, good- has like good reggaeton, good like dancing place. They oh, have yeah. a couple floors. Attico was a good one. They had like live music on Sundays and the swings. You could like sit on swings. Yeah, on that was fun. Um, more of like just a place to get a drink. Right. I think Yambach was like my favorite though. Yeah, and there's the little taco place in front of it. Yes. Yeah, but dancey vibes like John Pato's and Selena, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Um, Or you can just also buy drinks, like buy beer at the store and then go to La Plaza. The Plaza. <laughs> La Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also yeah. always a good option for like a chill night. What else do we do when we were there? Aside from going out. Yeah. Surf lessons with the Carcitos Beach where we went for sunset. Um, Like a 30 minute walk. You did a lot of stuff after I left, like um, Monkey Mountain. You're right. Poncho, if you want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I can go over those. So, so Sam Poncho, I didn't actually go to, but a lot of people said that they went. And apparently it's just a little small town right next door that you can walk to. 
Um, and then I went to a town called Higuera Blanco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like a tiny little town. And that's where the monkey mountain hike is. And so I took the bus, which is the Compostela bus, Higuera Blanco. And then a friend and I walked to the trailhead. That was actually a really good hike. So I would recommend it. And then mm-hmm. I also did a like volunteer dog walking with wet nose rescue and that was like the best thing ever I had a dog that was in a wheelchair and it was so cute (laughs) basically just walk it from the shelter down to the beach and back and it's like a whole thing and then we went horseback riding one day on La Lancha beach which is beautiful oh yeah yeah yeah. well it started from somewhere else but then yeah ended at the beach yeah um that was so fun um and then okay there was one other thing I also stayed at a different hostel after you left so I stayed at La Redonda Mm -hmm. which is like the when you look on hostel world I'm pretty sure it's the best rated one but it's super classic hostel like very kind of bare bone basic beds kind of dirty yeah like a little I just remember the little dark room yeah <laughs> yeah and they give you like one of those old-fashioned keys to open the door like I don't even think the doors were locked honestly but there was no AC like it was gnarly but it's like the most social hostel and it's such a good time it's also a great location because it's right in the center of town and right by the beach and it's really cheap um so yeah I had a good time there. I met a lot of backpackers after Aaron left. There's like beer pong too. Right? Yeah. Like a lot of little games and stuff. Fun, fun games. They, I definitely remember they were really strict about you bringing your own alcohol in because mm-hmm. it, I mean, at other hostels, that's not always the case. Um, mm-hmm. They were really strict about that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, I would totally recommend it. So if you were to go back, where would you stay? I would think I would do Viajero. I I agree. Yeah. And I would work at the Sayulita co-work, which is just oh, in right. town. Um, it's like right in the center of town. It was like 250 paces a day, again, for like the 24 hours. Um, and it was great, like a lot bigger. They have a lot of little private rooms that if you like need to take an interview or something, you can either rent one for the day or they'll just like let you take an interview or something important in one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, like great location in the middle of the city. You can just bring food in. Everyone there was like really nice and hard at work, but also you felt comfortable taking calls right in the middle of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had like fans. It was a little hard to find and a little dark, but yeah, I but- that was like our favorite co-work. That was definitely our favorite. Yeah, I think they had AC. It was really nice in there. And there was a guy, I liked it because there was a guy, the owner or whatever, manager, Mm -hmm. who was just there every day. So I always felt like good about showing up and he was so nice. And you could like leave your computer there if you wanted to go get lunch and it wasn't sketchy or anything. Yeah. Um, Okay, is there anything you would do differently looking back? I wish I would have gotten to go do some, like I wasn't there a full weekend. I think I was there like Sunday to Saturday. And so didn't get to do like monkey mat. We were working every day. So didn't get to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. At like as good of a place as it is to work from, it's, it would be fun to just go there. 
without working. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great place though. I would totally recommend it. Okay. Well, last question. What's one thing you can't travel without? Charcoal for this trip. Oh, well, that's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, for stomach stuff, it just cures it right away. And it's not even like medicine. It, yeah, it's so it's natural that's good for you but yeah hey that's good yeah that's also something I can't travel without now too um okay my thing that I can't travel without because I missed one the last episode is plastic burks which I know you also travel with now they're they're so great to the beach walking around whatever yeah they're great I wear them out like basically anytime any day anywhere and they clean so quickly. They, you can just wipe them off. Yeah, Michaela and I both have the silver ones. Oh, yeah. I'm about to get some new ones, though, because mine are destroyed. <laughs> I might get a knockoff pair, though. We'll see. Um. All right. Is there? Did we miss anything on Sayulita? No. I think that's it. A good quick episode. Yay. Okay. I want This is making me want to go back. Yeah, no, me too. Or Puerto Escondido. Oh my God, Aaron. I haven't been there yet. We have to go. Mm-hmm. No, you have to. If someone were choosing a trip between those two, what would you say? Puerto Escondido. Well, it would really depend on the vibe you want because honestly, they're so different. And I'm going to say, okay, nightlife wise, Puerto Escondido is like techno, like all EDM. Like you, I don't know. You go out to these raves that last until like 8 a.m. Whereas Sayulita is more reggaeton and just, I don't know. It's more of like a classic, like, I don't know, more traditional town. Whereas Puerto Escondido is more Tulumi. Like it's kind of just really touristy. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not like it's more westernized, I guess. Uh, So I would say Sayulita is a lot, Sayulita is a lot easier to get around and just like go there as a destination where Puerto Escondido you have to take taxis like all over the place yeah mm-hmm. but I would still say Puerto Escondido because it was uh, so fun okay oh my god okay well all right thanks for coming on yeah talk to you next time <laughs>